This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. I want regular fucking internet at a decent rate for, you know, 50 fucking dollars a month. That's all I need. Give me that. And they're all like, no. <laughs> no, we're going to limit you. You only have so many gigs. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, if you find a good price, they're going to cap you. These guys are fucking assholes all the time telling you what you can and can't do and putting a cap on your shit. I don't like watching my porn 24-7, thank you. Yeah, I just watch mine on my phone. I'll keep it with Verizon, you bitch. <laughs> T-Mobile. Or I got T-Mobile, not Verizon. <laughs> I thought you said Titty Mobile for Titty Mobile, that's pretty much what it stands for if you really want to get into it. I got unlimited everything. Thank you. What, what are we trying to do? I'm not a bad person. I know. I don't drink and I don't kill. I got no evil habits. And I probably never will I don't sing like Elvis Presley I can't dance like Fred Astaire But there's one thing in my favor What? <laughs> I'm a millionaire That's beautiful And I got more money And a horse has hairs Cause my rich old uncle died And answered all my prayers For having all this money I could get myself a nose job I could diet for a year But I'll never be Robert Redford Cause I'm much too fond of beer Please don't misunderstand me It's not love I'm trying to buy It's just I got all this here money And I'm a pretty ugly guy But I got more money Than a horse has hairs Cause my rich old uncle died Fuck yeah. I'm a millionaire. Did you know that? We're all millionaires. Yeah. I'm the rich, richest man in the world, motherfucker. <laughs> man, you had me going. I was I was really hoping for some uh on the cover of the Rolling Stone, man. I was gonna you had me psyched up. Look, I love that song, but everybody knows that song, man. So I like to switch it up a little. Like, do you know this song? Are you a Doctor Hook fan? I am a Dr. Hook fan, but I haven't heard that song. This is one of my favorite songs ever. Like, just not even Dr. Hook. Like, it is by far uh, one of my favorite tunes that I've I've happened across. And I found it completely by accident one day, fucking around. I was like, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hook is an acquired taste. It's kind of like, it's just all hippie music, and I get that. But it's weird because I don't really feel like they were as mainstream as you would think. And, you know, there's really only a couple. I mean, what, I got stoned and I missed it, I think, is another big one from Dr. Hook that you'll hear. Sylvia's mother. Silky is my yeah. I don't know that one. See, that's I need to do some more goddamn research. Silky is leaving. She's boarding the nine o'clock train. I enjoy folk music. Um, I think that my dad turned me on to him. Did he? Was he like a anybody in particular? Was he a Dylan fan? Because I think that's where a lot of it stems from, right? Mm, he wasn't a big Dylan fan. He was an Arlo Guthrie fan. Okay, that's another one. <laughs> Let's see, wait a second. Arlo Guthrie did uh, Alice's Restaurant, right? 
I love that and fucking song. And the motorcycle song. song. I only know Alice's Restaurant. Look, we're sitting here already, you son of a bitch. Stop talking. Let me do this. Hey, hello and welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm that motherfucker Jody B. And uh, tonight, I uh, had a little change in plans. I had a, a, another guest slotted and unfortunately, fucking kids, you know, they just, they ruin everything. So last minute, I had to put up the bat signal and what I got in return was the one and only co-host of the Heavyweight Chumps Podcast and might I add, this is a rare occasion because I'm pretty sure I haven't heard him solo on much else. <laughs> so I am completely thrilled to welcome to the show tonight, uh, Mr. Devin Rains, aka Thunder Cookies. How you doing, big boy? I'm doing good. I'm glad I can put in your poop. Jesus. Sounds like you're growling at me. <laughs> it's the only downside about those fucking mics, man. Like, it's hit and miss. But, you know, the cool thing is, is now, I mean, everybody's heard you. So, you know, this is, you got to step your fucking game up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I've, I've got to gotta talk more. got to come out of my shell. Normally, uh, you know, I've listened to quite a few of y'all's episodes. And it's kind of like uh, old school wrestling crew like uh, uh i mean maddox is the play-by-play guy you're the color guy you're the jerry the yep. king lawler to his jim ross i love it man it's it's a very interesting dynamic that you guys present and uh i'm just fucking tickled to have you here tonight man we're gonna get into all kinds of shit i think or we might just sit here and fuck off for an hour i don't know hey i'm good either way right? i got nothing to do that's <laughs> me man i mean it's how sad is it it's friday night nine o'clock i'm sitting in my office drinking beer talking to somebody on the computer you know i'm just happy to not the fucking baby went to sleep fine you know what i'm saying it's friday i ain't got shit to do i'm happy right now <laughs> you actually got me at a good one because i was supposed to have my kids this weekend but that fell through so you have shared custody i guess is that kind of the deal or you just see them uh like what's what's the deal well she has primary custody and i get them every other weekend and a uh, week or two during the summer i understand that that would suck in some aspects being a dad you know but at the same time it's kind of cool because you you should you know have your week Weekends, you can plan on them and count on them and shit like that. So, well, know. I was planning on them this weekend, but the kids decided they're at that age now to where I want to go stay the night with my friend. I'm too cool to hang with dad. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, like 12? <laughs> Yeah, my son's 13, my daughter's 10. Yeah, it comes early, man, and that's just how it goes. They're too cool for the parents anymore. It's like, fuck you, man. It's got to be a, a little bit annoying at a certain point when you put in, you know, 12 years, 13 years of, of work there, and they're kind of like, nah, can't wait for that. Yeah. My son's at the age that he's done been caught whacking off numerous times. By you or by mom? Ah, uh, I called him. His uncles called him. His mom called him looking up porn on her phone. My my mother called him looking up porn on her phone. <laughs> it's a wild world out there, Devin. You're older than I am, so I remember back in the day, you know, finding some porno at your uncle's house, and then you stash it. I took him to school one time. You know, that was a, a shit day. Uh Turns out I wasn't one for doing a lot of homework, and I remember very well my teacher asked for an assignment, and I was like, I don't have it. <laughs> she was like, maybe we ought to check your book bag, and I was like, mm, no, I'll go not. look. Yeah, I'll go look right quick. Hold on. <laughs> you go to the cubby, and you just open that some bitch about an inch so you can look inside and peek around, like, mm -mm, there's nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> These kids nowadays, man, they're spoiled. I mean, between the, they got pussy on their phones, you know? Right. 
Pornhub at the fingertips. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, me, I had to go hunt it up and walk down the roads picking up cans, seeing if I could find a dirty magazine on the side of the road. I don't think I've ever bought a dirty magazine. If I'm being honest with you, I've deboed a couple and, uh, you know, been gifted a few, but I don't think I've ever walked into a store and looked somebody in the eye and handed them money for a porno magazine. I have never done that. Now, I did walk into a porno store and buy two DVDs. And a game, which is how we wound up with my son, but... Did they advertise on the front that you were going to end up with kids? Was that something that was on the box? No. Uh, they should add it. <laughs> it should be a side effect. I should have sued them because I put a hole in the wall when I pulled out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Blam! <laughs> right through the wall. So, let's get right on into it, sir. You are a part of the Heavyweight Chumps podcast. Now, you guys have both been on the show, right? I believe so. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, because that was still back when I, I could barely hear you. You were there. Um, You guys have been busy as shit lately, going around, getting about town. You just recently did a, an actual like uh, radio station show. You've done fucking film festivals. I don't know if you know this, but you guys are actually putting in some goddamn work for independent podcasters. Are you making it look easy? You know what I'm saying? Like y'all are just rolling up into these fucking places and, uh, you know, handling your business, making us all kind of look bad. Well, you know, hey, it ain't me. It's Maddox doing the booking. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, no shit. That's <laughs> how it fucking goes. And that's... I've I've sent out requests for interviews with people, get nothing back. He sends out a request, he'll get something back, either a yes or a no, or I'm out of the country. I guess it's probably just because he's had more, you think some of that uh, that newspaper shit helps him out? Like he just knows the channels and the shit to go through to, to get it handled? Or uh, is it just maybe people don't like you? What's the deal, man? I hope they like me. I think it's, it's his newspaper background and his interviewing skills it lands him the the interviews that's why when he interviews i sit back and shut up i let him run it because he to me he's that damn good how long have you guys known each other uh about eight years so did you guys meet with the the whole wrestling thing or were y'all friends before that Nah, we met at, uh, at a show in Tupelo. He was announcing and managing a, a couple of guys, and I come back to Tupelo to work a few shows, and we sat back there and bullshitted and hit it off, and bullshitting ever since. <laughs> if you have a good dynamic, and that's one thing that I can appreciate. A lot of times, I feel like some of these folks... It, so, if you get somebody that you're too friendly with, like somebody you've known for 20 years... I think sometimes that makes it not as interesting because you spend your time a lot of times just going over like inside jokes and bullshit like that. Right. But if you get somebody that's too fresh, you just end up fumbling and fuddle fucking around, you know. So I think you guys actually have a really good balance. Like uh, you finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't go that far. No, and uh, I think w between the two of you, you have an interesting story. Now, I want to get into your pro wrestling stuff a little bit, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. So, Devin, uh, how long were you a professional wrestler? 14 years. And yeah, I, I remember listening the other day. You said that you did mostly, you know, like the uh, uh, the local shows around, you know, the, I kinda, the south 
east, I guess, areas kind of where you were, were hanging around, or did you actually get kind of all over uh, by the end of it? No, I mainly stayed uh, northeast Mississippi and uh, Tennessee, and I did a couple of shows in Alabama, and I did one show in uh, Arkansas, but I mainly stayed in Mississippi. Have you uh, got to bump into any, like, uh, I know the indie scene is kind of the up and the down for most, uh, most of the guys. Have you uh, had the pleasure of working with anybody in particular that you were just kind of like, whoa, shit, yet, like one of those star shows yet? Or has it all been pretty much just the indie scene stuff? It's pretty much been the indie scene stuff, but I've worked with uh, Buff Bagwell and uh, Dirty Dutch Mantel. Oh, Dutch. Nice. I uh, I came to the game kind of late with him. I know that uh, he's a, a Steve Austin fan, so I've, I've heard them kind of go back and forth, and uh, heard that apparently he taught Steve Austin how to wrestle. So it's like the only <laughs> the only shit I know much about Dutch Mantel. I had Buff on the show. That was cool. He's a sweetheart, man. I love Buff Bagwell. He's a trip. Man, <laughs> I feel bad for him because at this point, you know, I mean, he compared to some of my other boys, he's not that ate up. But uh, he caught a couple nasty ones. Ain't every day you can break your goddamn neck twice and still kind of be here to walk around and talk about it. So hey. Right. in a freak accident, too, of all things. That freaking bulldog. And it looked like it just slipped out. That was it. It was so crazy. To see it on TV, it doesn't even look that bad. Like Steve Austin's neck getting broke, that shit looks nasty. You know? Yeah, like you that see looks it. bad. Ugh. And you see that shit, you go, that's that's not good at all. But, I mean, Buff looked like he just missed. Bumped his head on uh, old Scotty Steiner's butt cheek, I think. It was Scott Steiner, Scott Norton, somebody. He, like, head-butted a butt cheek. It was Rick Steiner. There you go. Boonk. Hey, buddy. And broken neck. And then, ten years later, he broke it again. <laughs> on the exact same day. When I spoke with him, he said, I guess, uh, ten years to the day, he uh, wrecked his Jeep. And he broke his neck again. Damn. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> That's fucked up. A lot of these wrestlers nowadays, unfortunately, some of the ones that were in there for a long time, man, they're so fucking beat up. And uh, that is a hard job, dude. Uh, I've never done anything close to it, and I can only imagine what it would be like to just beat the fuck out of your body, you know, every night when you're talking about, like, professional level shit. And then even, you know, indie shows, like, that's that fucking mat doesn't feel great, I'm sure. And the bigger you are, I mean, you're a big man. I don't know how big you were then, but I'm saying uh, anything over 200 pounds probably doesn't feel good getting dropped from five feet in the air. Well, I mean, you you learn how to fall. You condition your body to get used to it. Yeah. The first two weeks of training was hell. I hurt in places I didn't know I had, but you get used to it. But every time you bump, it's like a 35-mile-an-hour car crash. Yeah. So Your body is going to say, enough is enough. Do you really get used to that? Like, I understand you can learn how to fall with the best of them. So, or is it like the more you do it, do you still get like an adrenaline pop from it when you hit the mat? Like somebody does a back body drop and you do the big, the big bump from like fucking over somebody's shoulder? Like, yeah, yeah, you still get the adrenaline rush and you don't feel it as much. But the next day, if you land wrong, you'll know it. I've seen some horrific fucking falls <laughs> in that goddamn ring. Did you ever have any real bad ones, like any that kind of fucked you up real good? Mm, I took a suplex and damn near broke my ankle one time. Standard suplex or like a... Standard suplex. Straight up. Hmm. 
my I have weak ankles and it just rolled on me. You got to trust a motherfucker a whole lot to pick you up off the ground. I don't even like when people do it now. Uh, honestly, Devin, I'm not a small man. I'm not the biggest, but I'm big enough that not a lot of people pick me up. <laughs> and when it happens, I get very uncomfortable. So <laughs> I can only imagine what it would be like to be a grown man getting, you got me? Yep. <laughs> and then here we go. That just... It is such a crazy line of work. I uh, I have the utmost respect for wrestlers. I think that they don't get as much credit as they should. And uh, I don't know. It's obviously a big thing. Like, a lot of everybody loves wrestling. Hi- hyperbole, you know, intended. Uh, a lot of fucking people like wrestling. Or have some yeah. sort of a soft spot, some sort of a relation to it. And that's nice. I think uh, Diamond Dallas Page said it best. We're the greatest improv actors on the face of the earth. We do it in one take. We're glorified stuntmen is what we are. Jesus. Have you ever seen one that, like, scared you? Just seeing it on TV now with some of these fucking moves and stuff that these kids are doing? Like, one that just goes, I'd never fucking do that. That's crazy. (laughs) Anything Ricochet does. I know the name. He's a new guy, right? Or not new, but he's recently popped up with the WWE shit, right? Yeah. Okay. He's very. He was in Lucha Underground as uh, Prince Puma. Very agile, high flyer. I do good just to do a backflip off the top rope. He can do all that and then some. And I'm going to let him have it. Didn't he do something? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Did he do like a 950 or something? Or a 720? Like he did some crazy flip splash at like WrestleMania, did he not? A 540 maybe? See, now I'm talking out of my ass. I remember a 450 splash. That's two and a half, right? Yeah. So he does. He does. Uh. uh, Hell, I can't even remember now. Anyway, it's like a 450, except instead of landing stomach to stomach, he lands with his back on their stomach. Another half rotation. It's a 630. That's more revolutions than I can do. Yeah, it's a 630 splash. That's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy like you look i can do a backflip off a diving board or a trampoline but the idea of tucking rolling out you know two and a half three times and then landing on somebody what's ring post is only like what five feet off the ground something like that top turn bottle yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. i mean some of these people got balls me i've got balls but they're not that big i'm a fan of the canadian destroyer that's another one of those ah. moves that I've seen that I go, oh, man, <laughs> that doesn't look easy oh. to pull off. Yeah, but he was pulling it off top turnbuckle to the outside through a table, and he broke his leg. Oh, shit. He was in the uh, all-in pay-per-view. He was in the over-the-budget battle royal for uh, Cody Rhodes and them and the Young Bucks. It was uh, Marco Stunt. Oh, so that dude just recently fucked his shit up? Or is this something, like, from a while ago? Yeah, this this was... It's been within the past year. I don't watch a lot of wrestling, Devin. I'm sorry. I watch, like, the pay-per-views. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. That's about it. Well, that's about all you need to watch. I know. That's what it is. I just... I, I read Twitter, and then, like, twice a year, I watch the shit I want to watch, and then I just stay out of it for the rest of the year. So it's all a surprise, see? It's all entertaining. <laughs> right now, NXT. I love. I love watching NXT. It's it's good stuff. You don't have very many promos. It's more. You have I think three to four matches in an hour span, and they're good. 
and their takeover paper uh, pay per views spectacular. Heard a lot of good things about NXT. That's like the feeder uh, organization now, right? Like it's their their ultimate fighter yeah. organization, basically. Yeah, it's their starter ground for the WWE program. Do you ever think that it would become so corporate, man? Considering how long you spent in there and the time that you you were there, I'm sure it wasn't anything like this, man. No, I do not think it would become anything like this. <laughs> not in a million years. Stadiums. Sold out stadiums. That's how many. And then to the point now where there's fanatics, there's fan groups, there's podcasts. I mean, this is it's a monster, man. And yeah. uh hear a lot of opinions. That's one fun thing now is because everybody has the capabilities. Everybody seems to have an opinion about what should and should not be happening. So, uh And everybody's right. Everybody else is wrong. Yeah. That has to be what's helped to start the fire again, right? Literally, right. the fans interacting through their social media platforms has also put kind of new energy into the wrestling machine over the last, I'd say, five years at least, right? Right. I mean, it, wrestling goes in a cycle. It'll go good, and then it'll drop down for about 20 years and lose popularity, and then all of a sudden it'll pit back up. And you see that happening now with AEW and everybody getting on Vince's ass about having to have a better product and getting the ratings up and everything. All the while, Vince is sitting there just counting money go, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Cool. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, he fired his lead writer on Raw Monday before the show. For real? Or for just for the For real. Show? Oh, shit. Because USA is on his ass about getting their numbers up. And Fox is on his ass about getting SmackDown's numbers up before they moved to Fox in September, I think. Well, I didn't even realize that. I thought the business was booming over there, no? Well, it, when you don't have an alternative to watch, it should be booming. But now they have competition with AEW, so things are really getting interesting right now. See, I don't even know what you're talking about. So that's this is apparently some outside shit's coming in, and old daddy's having to uh, claim his, his stomping ground again. Is that what's fixing to happen? That's pretty much it. AEW is Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. They're backed by uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, Khan. Oh, shit. So this isn't like TNA or fucking that Billy Corgan shit. This is like some completely different shit. Yeah, it's, it's a... For the lack of a better term, it's a glorified indie show because you have a bunch of independent guys that Vince never looked at. They're snatching up and there's people in WWE that are asking for their release so they can go try to get on at AEW. Oh, man. And Vince is not giving anybody their release and he's signing people left and right just for the sake of signing them so they can't go to AEW. They're using the fucking machine against them now. Yep. Because these are all people that, if they hadn't have been these insider shows and magazines and house shows and communications, you wouldn't even know who the fuck Kenny Omega is, right? For all intents and purposes. I mean, if it was 20 years ago, there's a good chance, unless you were balls deep in Japanese wrestling or some shit, you wouldn't even know who the fuck that dude is, right? That's true. So that's what I'm saying. At this point, because everybody knows these things and they go, hey, Vince, why don't you sign this guy? Why don't you sign this guy? They know about these people, and now 
they can, like I said, use that against them. That's dangerous, dog. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, again, going back to porn and kids with it at their fingertips. Used to, it was trading tapes. Now you've got it at your fingertips. Everybody and their mama's got a YouTube page just about it, or a YouTube channel and with the wrestling videos of them. Some of it's pretty good. Some of it's stupid. Some of it's just downright crap. But it's there for the viewing pleasure of whoever, just right there at their fingertips. And you don't think Vince and Triple H and the rest of them aren't watching this stuff? Vince McMahon could happily write a check that would probably make somebody like me drop dead in my fucking shoes. Put enough commas and zeros on that motherfucker and just be like, all right, I own your shit now. But you run it. How about that? (laughs) Oh, hey, (laughs) Triple H, (laughs) did you watch the uh, uh, Hall of Fame induction thing? I watched some of it. I know that Bret Hart got his ass kicked, kind of, and then that dude got his ass really kicked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see a whole well, lot else. What, what happened with that? Billy Gunn works for AEW as a producer. And when they were doing the DX thing, they said, yeah, you can't thank Vince McMahon. And they were joking around about thanking Vince. And Billy Gunn pops off, well, he can't fire me. Triple H grabs the mic and said, you don't think Vince couldn't buy that pissant company and fire you? So this has been going on for a little while now. This is all kind of building. Ooh, they're going to wake up Uncle Vinny. He's going to come down there and smash. Mm. Vince, is, Vince is so far removed from the fans. And Are you talking about the eccentric billionaire with the six-pack? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got nothing better to do than think about how to buy people out. <laughs> That's, That's the worst. probably true. Yeah, he's walking around his goddamn house right now, Devin. <laughs> Just fucking talking on his cell phone. Oh, you know what I think? <laughs> Just trying to figure the shit I'm out. I want to buy Snickers out next. Hmm. How about that XFL shit? Oh, I can't wait. I'm interested. I don't watch a lot of pro sports, but I like football. And I'll, I'll watch anything once. It's unfortunate the way the shit went down first. I think their heart was in the right place, but they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. You know, it's not really something you want to just jump into. So I'm sure having known what he knew from his previous experience with this much time in between and probably double, triple the bankroll he had before. I bet it'll do something. I'm hoping it does something. But look at the AFL, how it folded after what, four weeks? At least the XFL lasted a season. Barely. I don't know, man. I think that it's not cool that there is such a monopoly on the the sports games, man. I mean, maybe I'm just a hater, probably. But I hear some of these numbers that these guys get paid to do their shit. And I'm like, "Mm, Jesus, titty fucking Christ. (laughs) It's it's crazy. I mean, I wish I had just a 10% of, of some of their money. I could live happy the rest of my life. So that's what would happen, right? Like if there was two big organizations, then there would be probably split some of the money with sponsorships and shit in between them. And then the guys would get paid probably less, right? That's in theory. That's probably what would happen. In theory. I'm about to start a fucking petition tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this is shit I'm finding out as I'm getting older. Uh, Apparently there's a lot of rich people out there that run most of the shit. So I just get to sit back and watch and comment on it and go, all right, well, maybe one day. Yeah, I don't want to make those decisions. I'd like to have some money like that, but at the same time, ah, 
I'm fine. <laughs> you seem stressed. <laughs> do you even sleep? <laughs> How do you think that works, man? These these people, I have to believe that we work as hard physically as they do. Like, is it hours? Do they work longer hours? Are they just more educated? Like, what is it that separates us from the millionaires, man? That's what I think what makes me so bitter against shit like that is it's like I feel like I wake up every day at, you know, six and I work till five and I'm up till midnight tending to shit. I'm putting in the same amount of hours. What the fuck? Uh, they just had more sponsorship. They had more people throwing money at them than we do. Need to figure out a way to get people to throw money at me, Devin. Oh, I can tell you how. Tell me how. Pull my tits out. That's right. Hop up on that stripper stage and dance on that pole, buddy. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I'd be the world's worst stripper. They'd be paying me to put my clothes back on. Nah, man. I bet you get up there. See, that's the thing is everybody likes a novelty. You're a big dude. You fucking get up there and shake your shit. I bet people will throw money at you. But I get up there. I'm just gross. Like, I'm just kind of in between. It's like, (laughs) what are you doing? Dad body, well, if you get the, the fuck Deadpool off. sock, you'd make money. <laughs> There's two problems with that picture. Number one, that's not my sock. <laughs> and number two, that's not my cock. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> it was a stunt cock. Yeah. And, uh, fucking Doug made me that picture, and I love it so much because it looks like me. And that's what I told him. I said, I showed it to a good, like a good friend of mine. And he was like, I actually had to count the fingers to make sure that wasn't fucking you. Uh, well, yeah, you can count them. There's, they're all there on that picture, so obviously it's not me. But it's not far off. <laughs> Everything except the dick. Dang. Jesus. Uh, so are you much of a gamer? I used to be. till I had kids. A kid. <laughs> Just one. And, uh, Devin, I got an Xbox One in my living room right now. I've played it probably six hours. I got it last Christmas. I play my PlayStation 4 more than I play my Xbox One. When I say last Christmas, I don't mean like four months ago. I mean like last Christmas. Oh, shit. Yeah. In a year and fucking five months, six months, uh, I played maybe five hours on it. Kind of upset that I even got it now. (laughs) That's about like me. I wish I hadn't got mine. Like fuck, it plays. Bl- I played more Blu-rays in that shit than I've played video games. I only own like two games for it. What games? I got the um, the second UFC game, and I have uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Ah, uh, I never played any of the Assassin's Creed stuff. Let me tell you something, man. I used. To, I'm really big into uh, like overview uh, role play guys. I guess it's not a role play. What is that when you do that? Interactive. Huh? Is that what that is? Is that an RPG? Because I think RPG, I think like Final Fantasy and shit, where you do all that shit. Well, it's it's still considered an RPG. Okay. So, yeah. I like uh, those games because they're very pretty. They're pretty games, man. And then they're not hard, really. You play that shit on regular, and you can do all the cool ninja stabby shits and be on about your day. It's it's fun. The pirate one is the best one. If you've ever uh, decided to dabble with Assassin's Creed, I've played the first five or six of them. And Black Flag is the best one out of all of them. Oh, I got the uh, Deadpool game for the Xbox 360. I fucking love it. <laughs> I just wish it was Ryan Reynolds doing the voice. 
It's a live action Deadpool game. It's it's cartoony. It's like Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought it was like one it of those fucking uh, one of those Walking Dead, like one of those Telltale games, with like boxes that pop up and shit, and like kind of crude drawing shit. Maybe I'm thinking of something completely different. I'm out of the loop, you buddy. Get out of it, man! It is right down your alley. The humor and everything. <laughs> you know what I've really gotten into lately with the boy, the Lego games, like Lego Star Wars and shit. Oh, those are fun. You can't die. It's amazing. Nope. You just fucking get hammered, and then you just sit there and fuck around on your Xbox until you get tired of playing it, because you don't die. That's amazing. I think all games for the kids should be like that. I'm sure it makes the playability a lot better for shit like that, the replayability or whatever. Right. I mean, I remember when we grew up, we were introduced to failure. If you played a game, you knew what failure was. Boom, 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 boom. <sighs> Fall into a pit. So fucking sad. Go down the wrong pipe. <laughs> do it three times you are <laughs> fucked <laughs> it, i'm assuming that maybe you were a bit of a gamer do you have a favorite console like of all time do you have one that you just kind of has a holds a place in your heart super nintendo fucking love super nintendo it's one of my favorite things <laughs> i don't know what it was i don't know if it was the graphics the gameplay the extra buttons but pound for pound i've, I've played i don't know 10 different consoles of different shits, you know, over the years. And out of all of them, I think the one I had the most fun with is Super Nintendo. I want to buy one right fucking now. I do. <laughs> I had a Super Nintendo when I sold it. I sold, me and my brother sold our childhood for $275 at Game Exchange about four years ago. <sighs> they're going through all our games, checking them out, and they're going, damn, what'd y'all do? Buy up all the good ones? We're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, asshole. We didn't waste money on bullshit games. We had stuff like Battletoads and Castlevania and Super Mario World, Mario RPG, It was a which period. I wish they would make a sequel to that. Yeah, they need to update some of those games. I liked uh, Final Fight, whatever one it was. The one with the, yeah. the haggard guy, and he would pitch you with a fucking pipe. Uh, it's Final Fight. There you go. Punch-Out was fun. That that Super Punch-Out was good. I yeah, liked it. Yeah, it was. Can't tell you how many fucking hours I've logged with Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And to, to get that Super Nintendo upgrade, that was very interesting. Because <laughs> that was actually the original game. I never played that. Like the arcade Punch-Out game? Yeah. Never even nada. And then, you know, to play that after... Fucking up Mike Tyson's punch out. Not that bullshit super punch out. The the one I had Mike Tyson's punch out. And I never got to play him once until I was probably 10. Then I found like Game Genie and shit like that. And uh, yeah, then you get in there and get your hands dirty. Get knocked the fuck out. I don't right, know. 85. <laughs> to watch YouTube videos now. Some of these prodigies and these dickheads that are like. Hey, I'm just going to beat Mike Tyson in 15 minutes. Is that cool? 15 minutes, man. Turn it on. There they go. Bam, bam, yep. bam, bam, bam. Through it. It's just, it's retarded. <laughs> it makes me so I watched, angry. I watched a guy beat Mario 1 in five minutes even. See, that's the kind of shit that would irritate me. <laughs> Personally, as an adult now, I flip through some of the, uh, like the YouTube videos. Is there any game that you like as a kid would play and get stuck on and get pissed off and like you just quit like you never beat it and then now you can watch a video of it and go oh i didn't do that 
Um, there was one in particular, but I figured out how to beat it on my own. It was uh, Legends of Dragoon for the PlayStation 2. Yeah. And uh, I got it for Christmas one year. It's the last video game I ever got for Christmas from my parents. And I, I got stuck and could not beat this one guy. I was... It was the last guy on the third disc, and I only had one more disc to go, and I'm like, come on. And I could never do it, so I sat down about three years ago and logged 110 hours and beat the game. Like a boss. Like a boss. Dude, I'm going to tell you a sad story right now. I didn't get a lot of video games when I was a kid, especially brand new, because they were expensive, you know? Uh, for like my 12th, 13th birthday, maybe before that shit, I might've been like 10 or 11. I got Metal Gear Solid, the, mm. uh, the one on PlayStation one, you had the double disker, right? In love with this game. It's, you know, I'm fucking ripping through it and everything. I go to visit a friend's house, not really a friend, an acquaintance of my mother and, uh, her acquaintance had a kid that I guess was a year or two younger than me, whatever, but he had a PlayStation. So I was like, cool, I'm going to bring Metal Gear Solid and we're going to play that shit. Then you know how you do, you go to over fucking somebody's house, you play for a while, then they're like, I want to play and then you let them and all that bullshit. Yeah. Did that. And at one point he decided he didn't want to play that game anymore, which is fine. You're at somebody else's house. Let's switch it up. He fucking took my shit out and dropped it, like, as he was picking it up, and it put a gash in the fucking first disc of Metal Gear Solid. No. So let me tell you what happened. (laughs) I got that shit for Christmas. This was, I don't know, two months later, and so there's a gash in the game, and I remember exactly where it happened, too. I don't know if you're familiar with the Metal Gear Solid game, but it was right when you fight Cyborg Ninja for the first time. I've never played it. Okay. It's not very far into the game, Devin. <laughs> and you can't just put disc two in. You have to play through disc one, save it, and then it'll tell you to switch to disc. So literally, I had a, what, a $45, $50 video game that was ruined. And I'd only gotten maybe a third of the way through it, if that. Oh, no. I didn't play that fucking game again for 12 years. I beat Metal Gear Solid when I was like 25. Jeez. I was at home, bored. My buddy had a PlayStation and just so happy he had Metal Gear Solid. I said, I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid. See what, you know, whatever. Now, I had to cheat a little bit, <laughs> look up online and find out, you know, how to handle some shit. But when I got pat, like even getting to that part gave me anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just kept remembering, like, I don't know what happens after this part. <laughs> this is right. all going to be new. Literally like a time machine for fucking 12, 13 years ago. And I got to the part. I couldn't get past that part <laughs> for probably 20 minutes on my own. Because there's not really, for that game, there's not really cheats that I can remember. There was just like tips. Like, oh, make sure pick this shit up. Make sure take this where you go here. Don't waste this. Don't do that. But there's not like a code that gives you like invincibility and shit. You still have to beat the fucking people. I think right. I... Sp- yeah, I think I spent a solid couple of hours just sitting there trying shit. Nope, trying shit. I finally beat that. And then from there, dude, no shit, I beat the game. Like, with the uh, the help of the thing. And it was such an accomplishment. Like, I felt so fucking proud of myself, Devin, when I got done. It was ridiculous. I think it's the happiest I've ever been playing a video game. 
if it hadn't been for YouTube, I probably would have never got past God of War 3. Fuck me, man. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was so deep into the gaming as a kid that I bought how to win at Nintendo games one through four. Like and s- it had a, a bunch of the popular games and it had detailed how to go through every stage, how to beat it, certain games. And it, it told you the little tricks on you need to stand here. That way you don't get hit ever. You think about that, kids. We didn't have fucking God mode. We had to read books. It's nowadays like, what's a book? I think about how, you know, my boy's little. When he grows up, he's not going to know what it means to roll down a window. Like, he'll know the expression, but he's not going to know, like, what it means to roll down a window. No. Or to rewind a tape. <laughs> I have cassette tapes. He's never seen. Now, we have, uh, We've been fortunate to deal with VHS tapes, so maybe he won't be a complete nerd when it comes to that and looking at the shit going, what is, <laughs> Daddy, what is this? It looks old as fuck. Yeah. This is a tip for parents. Anybody out there who, uh, well, I guess it really doesn't fucking matter. Thanks a lot, Disney. Uh, <laughs> those old school Disney tapes, you can get them at flea markets for like two bucks. So, yeah, you get a VCR, and then you can watch those Disney classics. Instead of paying 20 to $25 for every single one of them now. That shit irritates the piss out of me, man. Like, the, every single Disney movie from all time is $20. And now they've got it on their streaming app. Well, that's I was going to talk some shit, but that's what I said. Like, I'll pay $7 a month for all that shit, but $20 a video is fucking crazy. Exactly. That's why I don't buy DVDs. I buy series. The last series I bought was the Beetlejuice cartoon series. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm I'm halfway through season two, so I didn't realize you were into all this stuff, man. This is kind of fun, you know. It's not <laughs> usually I get to talk to a grown up that's also into cartoons and bullshit. Everything else is too fucking depressing. <laughs> It is a lot of sad and bad shit out there in the world nowadays, huh? Yeah. I try not to watch the news. I'd rather I'd rather watch Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon all day. So you're into cartoons. I'll tell you about a, a fun app that I found recently. Have you heard of the VRV app? No, I haven't. Oh, Devin. You might enjoy this. Do you like anime? Yeah. So there's an app called VRV. Uh, I believe the service is only 8 or $9 a month. But they give you a month of it for free. It's a network like group thing of like five different anime uh, apps. There's the boomerang app, which has all your, like all classic cartoons, whatever. That's not all of them. Name one. It doesn't have all of the Roadrunner. It doesn't have it does. all the bug bunny. It does. Look, dude, <laughs> it's when you get it, when you get done talking to me, you're going to shit your pants. The VRV app has all Hanna Bear cartoons, all Looney Tunes cartoons, all of them, yeah. fucking all of them. It's, I got <laughs> flipping through. You're looking, duh, 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 but Garfield, Felix the Cat, fucking Jetsons, Flintstones, Roadrunner, Popeye. You just go, go, go. You're like they have every goddamn show on here. Johnny Quest. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. fucking crazy. And then they also have the Nicktoon app. 
So that also will give you access to like Rocco's Modern Life and shit. But those assholes decided to vault some of their shows, and I'm not too happy with them about it. I love classic I love Rocco's Modern Life. It's one of my favorite shows. Really, really big man. <laughs> I bought uh, my kid a Rocco, a Rocco Funko Pop, and uh, that was fun. Like being able to show him the show and just be like, "Hey, you know, it's a cartoon." But now I'm older, so I get all the jokes. Right. My kids love Rocco's Modern Life. Great show. I like Doug, Rugrats, shit like that. I, like, I never got into Doug or Rugrat. Man, cartoons. I can't get enough of them. <laughs> I really can't. I think my wife, she'll do Family Guy with me and shit like that. But I don't, she don't think she really likes cartoons. But I don't know what it is. I can't get enough of them. I'll sit and watch fucking Looney Tunes. It just, What's your favorite uh, Looney Tunes? Like episode or like character? Episode. I really like the uh, the Harry Red Monster uh, episode mm-hmm. of Bugs Bunny. See, it's one of my favorites. The one where monsters lead such interesting lives. Yeah, I really like Tom and Jerry. That's like my favorite one to sit and watch because it's it's very different depending on which season, like which years you're getting into. There's very different cartoons from like say the, the early '60s to the '80s. It changed a lot. Well, that's because a lot of it at one point was shipped over to Germany to be uh, animated. The ones with the sparse backgrounds, those were all done in Germany. Huh. That was an obnoxious, huh? I'm sorry. I guess I didn't know that. I like it because they're simple, man. You know? I can sit there and just watch it and kind of space out and giggle about shit. And uh, I think it takes me to my happy place. Always has. But they out the blackface now. Yeah, those those episodes are hard to find. But uh, you can see those on YouTube if you want. And also oh, yeah. uh, Amazon. They have them on Amazon Prime. Uh, my favorite Looney Tunes is uh, Hillbilly Hair, the one where they're square dancing. Oh, shit. So which is that? Uh, we, uh, who's the supporting cast in that? Is it just Bugs Bunny or is there another? Is it like a it's Bugs Elmer Bunny fun? and the two uh, got a red-headed hillbilly and a black-haired hillbilly with long beards. The, is the one of them huge and one of them's not? Is that usually no, the thing? No, they're both the same size. They are the same size. That's right. Jogging my memory right now. And they're in overalls. No shirt. Yep. Yeah. So good, man. Back when you could have stereotypes. Blow and whop him high. Stick your finger in his eye. Hit him in the chin. Hit him in the shin. Hit him again. A critter ain't dead. Whirl, whirl. Twist and twirl. Cartoons I used are, to know that whole song. Having cartoons were racist as fuck back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Look, look, were, uh, not don't. racist, but rude. Can we say rude? <laughs> there yeah. were a couple where they definitely were hitting them stereotypes hard as shit. <laughs> I watched an episode of Bugs Bunny the other day where there was uh, like a little black kid that was trying to hunt him. It was racist as fuck. <laughs> Just seeing yeah. it going like, mm. It's so, the one where he was eating watermelon, wasn't it? I think he was eating watermelon. It was that uh, that obnoxious, like, Sambo cartoon version of the... It was fucking rude. <laughs> 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 fucking big red lips and shit. And it's just... You see what's happening now where people are playing around with that kind of shit. And, I mean, you know, I get it. Back in the day, I guess they just did whatever the fuck they want. But you think about, like... 
If somebody did that right now, oh lord, <laughs> you couldn't have you couldn't have an updated version of Blazing Saddles. Somebody's gonna get shot. That's what's gonna. Well, you could. It's just Quentin Tarantino would have to direct it. <laughs> or Craig Brewer. I don't know. I don't know if you listened to a little collaboration. We talked about that uh, recently about how there's movies that you can't do on the Comedy Is Dead show, and uh, it's interesting. I mean, I think we all kind of agreed that you know it sucks that you can't do that, that you should be able to, but nobody's that crazy. But maybe it's a good thing, though. I guess I, you have to kind of think about it that way too. All right, will it make everybody happy if we just don't say it anymore? <laughs> Fine, cool, no more. <laughs> Moving on. I cherish my life. If we just one day unanimously decide, like, hey, we ain't saying this shit no more. Cool, cool, cool. All right, that's the only one. Say anything else you fucking want. Leave that one alone. All right, we good? We good. <laughs> Sorry. That's all it would take. That's all it would take. <laughs> Retire that shit. Hang the jersey up in the top of the fucking stadium. <laughs> oh, shit. So, um... Let me ask you, man, with you guys doing your show, and we went off on a tangent there for a little bit, is there anything at this point that kind of blown you away a little bit? Because you guys have been doing it about a year now, right? Or maybe over? Uh, A year and a half. We're coming up on our 100th episode, uh, first week of June. Knocking it out of the park. I'm starting to feel slow, man. I fucking got, (laughs) I got to the early 90s, and then we did all these little together bullshit shows, and uh, I don't know, I got kind of slacky and just kind of laying back and meeting everybody. I'm getting old and fat now. I got to get back in shape. (laughs) Round is a shape. Round is a shape. Good job. (laughs) I don't know. Dude, when I started, it's pretty much a carnal rule. Every week, have your shit up. And I get that. I For about... Two years or so, I've been pretty on point. I think everybody knows I'm committed. I'm going to show up, man. But at this point, I just don't have a lot of time. And I have to edit my show. I'm not one of these guys that's going to throw unedited stuff up. I can't do that. It'll drive me crazy. (laughs) Because I know what I think when I hear it. And I've also heard shit that I go, ugh. And then, uh, hey, good job, man. Now, look, I'm not saying the whole show is shit. I'm saying that there were parts that if it was me, I would be like, "Mm, that doesn't get to stay in there. (laughs) But it's your own thing. I'm not telling you what to do. I think editing takes me about an hour to do. But basically, all I'm editing is sound quality. We leave pretty much everything in. People have started saying stuff to me lately, like, hey, man, you, uh, you really edited a lot out of there, huh? And I go, can you really tell? (laughs) <laughs> and I guess it's you know like I was talking to Doug he said something to me today and he was just like man you cut a lot out of this and I go well yeah not like content really I cut maybe a sentence or two total but for the most part it's just me stuttering and breathing but I guess even he said he was like it's not bad he's like I guess I just never hadn't noticed that uh they're getting that way I've been listening to that fucking who are these podcast show and uh I've got a some time in the game now and I have an opinion and I think that you should definitely try to put your best shit out there. And I, I get it. If you think you need to be on time, then do what you got to do. But I'd rather take the time, make it right. And then put it out when I get fucking good and ready because I'm the captain over here. Right. But some folks just jump in there, man. I can't do it. (laughs) 
Not anymore. Well, how much sense does it have your sound guy being tone deaf? <laughs> That's me. Ah, oh, shit, man. That's what it is. I, I, I don't know if uh, Maddox told you when we first got together, I said a couple times, I was like, Bubba, you are hot as shit. <laughs> and I can't fucking hear him. And there were a couple times where we had to, you know, back and forth about, you know, level eight or this and fucking this thing and try turning this up and all that. And I mean, I guess <laughs> maybe it shows now. Are, are you really tone deaf or are you being smart? No, I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't fucking hear. I mean, I... If I can, he'll sit there and say, I can't hear myself. And I, I think he's partially deaf. He'll sit there and say, I can't hear myself in the headphones. So I'll turn them up. And that in turn turns up the mic. And that's why he comes in so hot. Yeah. And if you do, if you go too high with the headphones, you'll have uh, mic bleed on that too. Then you have an echo. <laughs> it's all kinds of fucked up little tricks to this game, man. I don't know. I've gotten to be a little bit of a stickler for sound quality, at least. And uh, I've had some friends lately, especially uh, my previous guest, John. Uh, you know, he does his shit professionally, I'll say it. He, he People pay him money to edit and do podcasts. So, I trust his judgment over 90% of the people I know. Even if you don't like John or his opinion, the fact of the matter is he gets paid to do it. So, I'm going to take his opinion over yours because he gets paid to do it. <laughs> so, it makes him a professional. It makes him a pro. And normally I listen to professionals when it comes to, you know, learning. <laughs> he told me a couple little tricks. Devin, I feel like such a fucking idiot. So, apparently, the first two years of this show, I've been recording in stupid high quality. Now, <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. But just literally until the last episode, I spoke with John, and I sent him my file, and he goes, holy fucking dog shit, dude. Like, why is this file so big? And I go, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, uh, what? Why are you recording at, you know, 80-something, 8,800 megahertz or whatever? I go, higher is better, right? I said, I just picked something kind of in the middle. And he goes, dude, I know some snobs that record at, like, 48. He's like, this is insane. Or, you know, he basically told me that since I've started doing this, I've been recording, I don't know, three times more than I needed to quality wise and also file wise. So it makes all my files that big. I thought every episode was supposed to be like a gig. <laughs> Holy cow. But yeah, if you go and look at my shit right now, like I've got a terabyte hard drive and I have like 187 gigs of fucking podcast shit in there only in, you know, 100 episodes. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm going to have to go through and clean that up a little bit. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and he just laughed at sure. me. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're running at on megahertz wise. I'll have to look and see next time I'm back in Sardis. The, the standard is 44.1, right? And so that's what he goes, dude, just do that. And then do all the shit you got to do. And then at the last minute, convert it to an MP3. And then there you go. That should be good enough. I go, really? He's like, yep, that's all. Devin, I thought my internet was incredibly shitty. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not great. But it was taking me uh, four hours to upload a podcast. And sometimes my internet would fuck up in the middle, so it would start over, and I get pissed. You know, it just when he told me that, I said, "Man, that 
I wonder if that's going to make a difference. I think I uploaded my show last night in about 45 minutes. I was pissed. I felt like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Shoot, it didn't take me but five minutes to, not even five minutes to have an episode uploaded to Podbean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My internet is still shitty. But instead of taking, you know, two fucking hours for an hour and a half long show, yeah, it took like 45 minutes, which is way quicker for me, but I only have like 25 meg internet. It's not good. No. You're <laughs> streaming. I've got fucking Joby in my ear every goddamn day being like, what's up, bro? Why don't you get with that Comcast? And I'm like, fuck Comcast <laughs> and fuck AT&T too, for the matter. This is bullshit, man. I got two options and they both suck. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be shopping around for internet provider in the next couple of months. So if I come across anything cheap, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, thanks, man. Hopefully they have shit in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I might do better with a fucking coat hanger and some aluminum foil out my goddamn window. Like, this is not good. <laughs> Spoken... Like a true old school antenna man. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm getting sick of this shit, and I don't think I'm asking too much. Give me fucking internet. I don't want to pay $200 for a bundle. I don't want to pay $100 for just plain old internet. I want regular fucking internet at a decent rate for, you know, $50 fucking dollars a month. That's all I need. Give me that. And they're all like, no. <laughs> Nope, we're going to limit you. You only have so many gigs. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, if you find a good price, they're going to cap you. Guys, these guys are fucking assholes. All the time, telling you what you can and can't do and putting a cap on your shit. I don't like watching my porn 24-7, thank you. Yeah, I just watch mine on my phone. I'll keep it with Verizon, you bitch. <laughs> T-Mobile. Or I got T-Mobile, not Verizon. <laughs> I thought you said Titty Mobile for Titty Mobile. That's pretty much what it stands for if you really want to get into it. I got unlimited everything. What, what are we trying to do? <laughs> See, titties. they really shouldn't have porn available on your phone because I know that in my own sick, twisted shit, which, fuck, I'm just a guy. I know that I've fucking turned on some porno and just put that shit in my cup holder and plugged it into my auxiliary cable and driving down the road. You know what I'm saying? So there's got to be people out there that are literally like holding that shit up watching it. Oh, definitely. There's people in churches watching porn. Oh, that's crossing a line. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I forgot what. I'm in a few groups on Facebook and one of them had. Uh, this guy got busted in church. Guy picks up his phone and starts recording the guy in front of him. The guy in front of him is watching porn on his phone. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll tap him on the shoulder. Hey, man. Good job. It's church of fudge, good. man. You should check it out. I'm bored as fuck, too. Let me see. <laughs> what is it? It's not, you know, I don't have to jack off every time. I was like watching people fuck. You know, I don't know if I would be ballsy enough to try it in church, but I've definitely, if it's on my phone, I'm going to watch it. And I know there's got to be a hundred million fucking freaks like me out there, surely. So people just driving down the road, watching porn, crashing into fucking cars and embankments and bridges and shit. I would be afraid the church would catch on fire from a lightning strike from God. (laughs) I, there's, there's no way I'd watch porn in a church. No way I'd have sex in a church either. I've shit in a church a few times. That's fun. 
when I uh, was doing the pest control stuff, I, I had a couple churches that they gave me the keys to. I would just roll up in there where the hell I wanted to. And usually, if it was, uh, you know, lunchtime or something like that, we'll have had my lunch. And I'm like, well, there's nobody here. I'm going to shit. And there is no more satisfying feeling than shitting in a house of God. <laughs> just in there, handling your business, sweating, and just pounding it out for Jesus, man. It's beautiful. Does that make it a holy shit? It's a holy shit. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. You know, that I think it's part of my, my favorite part of uh, this whole podcasting shit now is I get to talk to people like you. Cool dudes that, you know, have fun stories. And then you jog my memory about some dumb shit that I can sit here and giggle about and go like, oh, yeah, I remember that shit. And now it's on tape. I get to share this with my kid one day. You know, <laughs> I could die tomorrow and he will have at least heard that his daddy was a savage and like watching porno while he's driving down the street and shitting in churches. What's up? My daddy was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but he was awesome. <laughs> oh, baby. Well, hey, I know it's getting kind of late. I'm going to fucking uh, get in here and try to eat some food before I get too hammered. I've been sitting here drinking these fucking natural, these natural light uh, natter days. You had one of those, Devin? I haven't. I heard they're pretty good, though. Oh, man. So the tagline, like on the can, it says... Uh, for those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer. Now, I like both those things. So, sorry. I like my beer more than I like my strawberry lemonade. I don't hate it. Like, it's almost kind of like a wine cooler. Like one of the ones you used to sneak when you were a kid. It tastes kind of like Boone's Farm. A little bit, but it's fizzier. And uh, so, I was making fun of uh, <laughs> uh, last week, week before, had a party. And uh, this dude rolled up, and he pulled a pink can out of his fucking cooler. Now, listen, I wasn't making fun of the man. I just make jokes. And I was just like, oh, shit, a pink can, huh? I was like, is that like a cancer, like breast cancer or something? And then she showed me that shit, and I looked at it, and I said, strawberry lemonade and beer. Hmm. And then I saw it was natty, and I go, okay, uh... This is a wonderful beverage, and I can't wait till like the heart of summertime. It's like I promise. I think Maddox is supposed to come down here in August. We might be cracking some of these motherfuckers open when he gets here, and uh, I bet they're going to go down real nice when it's ninety-eight degrees outside. <laughs> oh, I bet it will. Nothing like a good cold beer on a hot day. The best part, Devin. My wife likes them. She doesn't drink beer. Ooh, it gets better. It's $18 for a 30-pack. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to go buy me a 30-pack. I told my wife, I said, because I'm telling you what, she doesn't fuck with malt beverages, really, at all. Like, she doesn't like beer, and she doesn't like certain different, you know, cheer beers and shit like that. She likes regular Smirnoff Ice, old schools. They're disgusting. Right. Uh, so, just the fact that she would drink one amazed me. But, dude, we've been fucking just... I don't know. It's dinner time. Have a couple. It's been really cool. So do yourself a favor, everybody. Shameless plug. Natty, holler at me if you'd like to send me some money. Uh, go out and get yourself some natural light natter days. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> uh, nothing uh, like a shameless plug. Fuck yeah. Well, hey, uh, do me a favor. 
get you some plugs in there, let people know where to find you. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have some more people come check y'all out. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all got going on. I think you are just starting to hit your fucking stride. And oh, uh, yeah. next couple months, I feel like you guys are going to have some really interesting things. Like, I've, I've heard some shit. I don't know if you know this. I talked to Maddox a little on the side, and I I know there's some shit going on. So hopefully oh, yeah. everything is uh, going to be just peachy, and we're going to get to hear a whole lot more of your ass. So spit your plugs, motherfucker. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HWC Devin Rains, D-E-V-O-N-R-A-Y-N-E-S. You can find the show, uh, Heavyweight Chumps, on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. You can find us at, uh, at Mad Fat Loud on Twitter, uh, Heavyweight Chumps on, uh, Facebook, or uh, join our fan page, The Chumpomaniacs. There it we is. We'd love to have you. Get in there. Man, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk with you tonight, motherfucker. And I uh, hope to see you back sometime. Standing uh, invitation. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you come on, you're always more welcome to come back and hang again. And I hope you have a wonderful night. You too, brother, and I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you later. All right, man. So that was my conversation with Mr. Thunder Cookies, Devin Rains. And uh, interesting guy. Really, really. Thank you for coming on, and I appreciate you spending your time with me, man. You saved me, because I had to reschedule some shit. So, you fucking helped me out, and I appreciate that. I'm running way behind, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Summertime schedule, you know? I got the baby. We got shit to do. So, I'll get to it when I can. Thank you for being patient. And just know that I have some shit in the chamber. We're creeping slowly up on that, that big 100 episode mark, and I'm pretty excited about that. Lots of shit in the making, guys. So, just sit tight. We'll fucking get there. Don't worry about it. I got you. You know the deal. Like, subscribe. Uh, leave a review if you want to. That's fine. Be sure to check out all the other shows uh, with the NSFW Podcast Network, Casual Sex with Crumb, The Priory Society, Your Kinky Friends, The Man Brain Podcast, Blunt Mommy, also, the Unicorn Report. Don't forget about them. Fucking Snuggly Dave, you motherfucker. And uh, Jamal. It's There's just something in the works, and I'm hoping to have him on soon. We'll get to talk about it. It's, it should be a lot of fun. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Guys, check out the shows. Check out the other networks. The Inner Circle Podcast Network. All the friends over there. Um, Drama City Productions. Civilized Creatures. One of our... Lieutenants of the NSFW Podcast Network, Mr. Dave Chafee, uh, recently did an episode of the Podcast of the Roundtable, and uh, I think he did pretty well. So, hey, hopefully we'll get a get another win in the book for the old uh, the old guys here, and uh, we'll get to move forward. But you guys, be sure to vote and uh, keep an ear out. That's the deal. Now, time for sponsors. Uh, first and foremost, the OG sponsor, Spunk Lube. Get some slippery on your dick, baby. www.spunklube.com. Listen, there's all kinds of products there for uh, you slacking and jacking and fucking and chucking. Awesome OG Spunk Lube. It's a hybrid. It's very slippery. It looks like semen. It's a lot of fun, and uh, you should try it out. But, you know, for you, you hypoallergenic folks your silicone option they've got a organic version you could put on toast you can put it on steak you put it on whatever you want man 
It's delicious. So give that a shot. Also, biobidet.com. If uh, you appreciate having a nice, clean booty, and I'm talking one so clean you could eat off of, be sure to check out all the fine products over at www.biobidet.com. You can use the promo code POBOYS. you get 10% off anything in the store. And, uh, hey, if you find something fun, you play with it, let me know how it goes, man. Tell me about your escapades with your fucking bidet. It's awesome. So be sure, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your friend's mama about the show. And uh, be ready, motherfucker. I got some good stuff coming. And uh, we'll get at you real, real soon. Okay? Bye, bitch.
Podcast Network. Nerdists, sluts, freaks, weirdos. All the dirtiest, hottest, raunchiest shows in one place. We guarantee you'll have oral orgasms or your money back. NSFW Podcast Network. No rules, no whining, no worries. Follow us on Twitter at NSFW pod network oh yeah baby do it do it